When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, I'm pretty live. sure we're live. Hello, Hi. I think we're live. If we're not live on YouTube, we hope that uh, you can watch us somewhere. I'm JB Ibrahim. <laughs> I've been to uh, like three of the best basketball games I've ever been to in my life. That's why my voice sounds like this. Uh, welcome to Dallas. We just watched LSU win the championship alongside Megan Gower and Calvin Wetzel for Hoops. That's a very special guest, Danny Barlavi. It from Windsider joining us. Someone else, please talk so yeah. I don't yeah. have to continue talking. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be hosting because Gabe lost his voice <laughs> between this and our road trip to Houston yesterday. But we were and, my, and my general overall yeah, attitude and yeah. yeah. general yeah. personality. Yeah. Um, we are still happy to report friends after driving to, back from Houston after <laughs> UConn Miami last night. But talk about women's basketball because that's what we're here for. We just watched LSU. Win the national championship, scored 102 points. Yeah. Insane. Um, Angel Reese, most outstanding player. We're going to get into all of that. Calvin, Danny, initial reactions to the, the game. Um, <laughs> not the not not the outcome we were thinking uh, we were going to see today. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, uh, or for that matter... Yeah, I mean, just incre- like looking back at this and like the the fact that LSU even made the final four, let alone won the championship, is completely blindsiding me, and it's it's only beginning to feel real. Um, amazing game from their supporting cast. Um, obviously, the headline of that is Jasmine Carson scoring twenty two points after scoring I think eleven cumulatively mm-hmm. in every game before this in the tournament. Um, awesome for her. I love that she's having this moment. Uh, you know, like. Great for her uh, career. Great for just like putting that in your scrapbook. Um, yeah, I mean, gotta praise like the focus to come off the bench that hot and that accurate. 
um, willing to let it go from deep. Yeah, I, I really didn't think the story of this game, if LSU won, would be that they outshot an Iowa team that still shot incredibly well. I mean, Iowa shot 28 of 56 from the floor, 14 of 30 from three, and still came, uh, what, 17 points short, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the story that I thought we were going to be telling. Um, I thought if LSU won this game, it would be by taking away the perimeter and slowing the game down, pounding the post, all that. Um, I'm extremely impressed. Yeah. Yeah, you said we got to start with positive? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we're starting positive, to be clear. We're, we're going uh, just so everyone knows they made me. <laughs> me too, me too. Uh, yeah, no, you're right about Jasmine Carson. And it wasn't just her, like last year, Poe, two for two from three. Mm. Uh, Kateri Poole, two for two from three. The whole team... Especially the supporting cast, like you said, was just knocking down everything, which is honestly, there's not a lot you can do about that if you're Iowa. You just have to tip your cap, and that's respect to, to the shooters off the bench, and Kateri Poole was a starter, but it's, it's, it's tough, because like, you can't do anything about that defensively, and you look at what yeah. Iowa gave, tweeted this out, I think, in the first quarter or the first half, they used, what, five different defenses, something like yeah, that? They, yeah, they, at least five. They went man, they went 2-3, they, they went 1-3-1, one, they kind of showed a 1-3-1 one, one, and then morphed into a 2-3, went a little triangle at two at one point. Like, I mean, I, they did what they could, but, like, LSU was ready for whatever it was, and it helps when your shots were going in, but LSU, that like, changing up defenses didn't really throw them off at any point. It never felt like yeah. LSU got out of a rhythm because of any of that, you yeah. know? And... I just yeah, credit to them. They were they were locked in. Well, and it kind of I think the the thing that was most impressive was they went on a run when Angel Reese went out yeah. with foul yeah. trouble. And you know I think we we've looked to the leadership of Angel Reese and Alexis Morris on this team as a big reason why they've been so good, and that's absolutely true. But the supporting cast tonight really really starred. I mean, yeah. you, know, you look at the the players who were making shots. I have to look at the box score to make sure I'm saying. Uh, Jasmine Carson's name correctly because I didn't really yeah. think about her for three weeks since she yeah. played Florida at 25 points. I didn't even know that she was she was going to be out there playing to come in and hit all those threes. It was just incredible. Megan, I want to talk to you because we both love what Deja Williams yeah. did. And I thought she was massive tonight. Yeah, she was massive tonight. And I think she was also important. She was massive in their game over Virginia Tech, too. She was really big mm-hmm. for them. And kind of, mm-hmm. you know, Angel Reese and Alexis Morris were certainly the stars in that game. But she gave them that, that supporting piece that they needed. And then tonight, 20 points. She was really able to step up on the offensive end in the lane when Angel mm-hmm. Reese was out with foul trouble. I think she was plus, I can't see it from here, plus 16 in the game or something like that. One of the highest. Um in the box score there, so she was just fantastic. I thought she should have made the all tournament team. I voted for her to be on the all tournament team. I think it's kind of ridiculous she didn't get that, whatever. Yeah. But um, uh, I thought she was just really, really fantastic for them them tonight as well. Uh, and they were just, I mean, just scored 102 points in the national championship game. That's insane. And I also can't believe that, like, yesterday was the day that I decided to not count <laughs> on Iowa's defense for me. Not good. And the one time I, I, I trusted them. But, yeah, I mean, just a, a really insane performance from their supporting cast. And I think if you're Iowa, like, there's not, I mean, yeah, yeah they could have been better defensively, but there's not really much to hang your head on on there. Like, you didn't let Reese and Morris beat you entirely, and like, yeah, what are you gonna do about players that step up like that? Yeah. LSU was just more ready today. Now plus plus eighteen for Ladeja Williams, plus twenty for Flajay Johnson. That's really incredible, uh, considering you know how she played in the last game. Just huge bounce back. 
plus four each for Morris and for... Yes, plus four each for Morris and Reese. So yeah, Yeah. to go go off your point, just Iowa did what they came out to do. They, they They executed their game plan defensively. They took away the players they thought they would have to take away. Sometimes the math just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so, sometimes just, you know, sometimes variance just has other plans. I almost said God, but I don't want to get religious <laughs> about it. Um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes just the shots go down. Sometimes players show up more ready than they have all season. So, sometimes the refs show up more ready than they've been all season. <laughs> refs were good. We got we got to give a salute to the referees for just taking this game over. That's who got snubbed for the all tournament team. That's it. Lisa Jones snubbed. Lisa Jones on the freaking <laughs> referee of Lisa Jones on the all tournament team. Yeah. yeah. And to be clear, like the refs didn't decide the game. Like, no, it no. was LSU. That's you know, not the story. Yeah, that's not the story. They didn't LSU, decide the result. Yeah, they didn't decide the result. Yet. LSU came out, they made their shots. LSU outplayed Iowa, they won the game. 100%. But the refereeing was just a, a disservice to the game. As, it, as it, a just hung, it just yeah. hung a cloud over the whole thing. I mean, like, it, it's just like to see what Kim Mulkey is, and I knew, I know we said we weren't going to talk about her. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, to, to just like Kim Mulkey, just like literally walk all over the court and do whatever she wants, and literally, like, we. We we would say like she walked all over them. She was pushing them around as like metaphors. We would say that, but she literally was walking all over and literally pushing around the refs. Um, and to just see that all go by without a technical felt really bad. It, it really felt like if you are like a powerful white person entrenched in this sport, you can kind of do whatever you want in a championship game. Obviously, Caitlin is the other yeah. hand of that. Um, if we're getting that tech, but. Yeah, I mean, it, the roughing was just distracting from what otherwise was, yes. like, a really exciting game for LSU. Yeah. For I the mean, underdog. Yeah. Monkey getting a tech wouldn't have actually changed anything, but it just no. felt like it needed to happen. Because if you were going to give Caitlin Clark a tech for what I really do not no. think deserved a tech, And what men would not get a technical one. Yeah, yeah. Well, never get a technical never. one so, It's a national championship freaking game. And, and the ex- explanation was uh, that it was, there was a delay of game already called, and then that was the second delay game. My question is, I believe that's a team technical foul. That is, it should be. Right? That's a team yeah. technical foul. Yeah. So not only was it, I think it was miscalled uh, as a, but maybe someone could correct me if I'm wrong. If there's any officials out there, correct me if I'm wrong as to whether that's a team foul or a personal foul. But the technical foul counts as a personal foul, and that was her fourth foul. Yeah. And that changed everything about how she was playing. Everything. And, and, and that's my problem with it. It's like, it's like Megan said, that didn't det- determine the outcome. LSU played amazing, but it affected the way the game went. And after such a Jesus Christ, <laughs> after such a showcase for women's basketball yes. in the final four, both games were incredible. To have it come down to not having Makasan on the floor, not having Angel Reese on the floor, not having Alexis Morris on the floor, not having Kaylin Clark, McKenna Clark, all these great players, we didn't get to see them play, and yeah. it was just because of very very tight officiating. I need to get the charger for my laptop, so I will be right back. Well, yeah, and I think the thing that you know Caitlin was saying in the press conference as we were you know heading out today was like also like I mean that's Monica Sano and kind of Warnock's last, last game. game, and then yeah. finished it sitting on the bench and the way it was called like it was a disservice to both teams. Like, no way am I saying it was like a disservice just to Iowa. It was a no. disservice to both teams in terms of like. It's a national championship game. Everyone wants to watch the stars. I need to get to watch the stars because they were all sitting yeah. on the bench with foul trouble. And but it was a disservice to people to the sport because yes. what you're saying, everyone wants to watch the stars. 
But there's some people who haven't seen those stars yet, mm-hmm. who are just tuning in this weekend because this is one of the biggest, maybe the biggest women's basketball weekend in history in terms of viewership. And it has the sport has so much momentum. What Gabe was talking about, the Final Four, one of the greatest basketball games played in the history of the sport. It what was it? Almost like the second or third away from the record or whatever yeah. for viewership. Probably the highest non-UConn game ever viewed, <laughs> right? In yeah. To be building, 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 great tournament, all throughout the tournament, incredible Final Four. All these people who I see on Twitter who never follow women's basketball were tweeting about women's basketball. Yeah. And it feels like all the momentum just got sacked because the product today, just from a neutral perspective, just was not there in terms of getting to see the stars, like you said, getting to see... You know, people being allowed to show emotion, which is what everyone wants, other than Kim Mulkey. <laughs> um, I it's just it sucked. Yeah, it, it and there was a I saw a tweet from someone with it thirty-seven fouls I think calls in the game, which was a, a tournament yeah. a, a title game record. How fun! Not the types of records we want to be sitting in title games. <laughs> and you know, and so we went. We did go to the men's final four last night, and we're not we're not talking about men's basketball uh, because it doesn't matter. And you guys shouldn't watch it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not. UConn's in the final. I that ironically. Women's basketball fans, UConn's in the final. You know how this goes. <laughs> All right. um, so in that game, I thought it was it was disjointed because of capitalism, honestly. Like, there was like 10-minute long timeouts. Mm. And that made the game feel so disjointed and cost momentum to both sides mm-hmm. at times. It, it cost momentum to both sides. I felt like the refereeing had a similar effect. Yeah. It was a chilling effect, not only to having those players be on the bench, but it was every single time down there was a whistle, and it was just so, it was it was it was it was so jarring to fans. Like every time we're expecting someone to dribble or make a play, and there's just a foul call for something small. Yeah. In the first half, I think the best example of this was those four calls, the two blocks that were called for on the Caitlin Clark's defenders mm-hmm. for extremely minor contact, and then the two charges, which were makeup calls for those two fouls against Caitlin Clark. Again, very minor contact. I yeah. just, you have to let these players play because they're so good and they're going to figure out how to play through physicality if you let them. And, like, they're strong. They're not They're not frail. They're not going to get hurt. Like, let them play and trust that they're going to keep the game in control. It's the freaking national championship. This is in November. Yeah. We don't need you to be controlling the game or setting a tone or teaching anyone anything. You need to get out the way and call the fouls that affect the game. Yeah, I entirely agree with that. It's just, it was yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we get, I don't want to make it all about the rest. We can move on. Because, from the yeah. rest. We can move I on think we've made our point clear, but yeah, it's just, it was it a really a disservice uh, to the game. Mark. Speaking speaking of disservices to a championship game, I'll say it every year. Two thirty on a Sunday. Two <laughs> yeah. thirty afternoon on a Sunday. Prime really? Time like like we yeah. got we got prime time Caitlin Clark in the semis. Where was that? Like you know like. <sighs> I don't have much to say other than that it should be on a Saturday and it should be later, but it should be on a Saturday and it should be later. Well, and I think it's this year, the logic is it's on ABC. Yeah. And you can't move ABC nightly news because old people need the news. Sorry. Um, I, I also watch ABC nightly news because I'm old. Um, but you sound 70 right now. I, I sound dead. I sound dead, essentially. Um, no, but it's just like, yeah, I agree with that. And I just, I don't know. I felt like there were so many failures in, um, tonight that didn't feel like there was. Today. Yeah. Today. 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 That there wasn't on Friday night. 
All right, let's talk about basketball. Yeah. Cal, uh, let's say something about Iowa is, uh, you know, any, let's just talk basketball for Iowa. I mean, Caitlin Clark has 30 points. Um, you know, Gabby Marsh had some big plays. Kate Martin's turning into a slasher all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. Um, how do you think they played both just in this weekend? What were you most impressed by by them? I well, Caleb. other than Caleb Clark. Okay, okay, because that's Caleb. the obvious answer. Caleb. Yeah, other than just Caleb today, Clark, which like I mean, even today with like what she was battling with the foul trouble and everything, you know, still, yeah. still, Caitlin Clark the most today. But I was impressed with just how well they executed their game plans for eighty minutes. And today the game plan didn't work because the game plan yeah. was to let Jasmine Carson beat you, and Jasmine Car- Carson beat you. Should've. And that's just how it goes sometimes. But they still executed it. And obviously, if you're talking about the whole weekend, they executed their game plan perfectly the other night. And it did work because South Carolina didn't have someone like Jasmine Carson step up. Raven Johnson had three threes, but that's it. They didn't have anyone go crazy believe, like that. I and can't now, believe that's the conversation we're having right now. Like, I can't believe this is real life. They're no. talking about how LSU is the national champion because they had Jasmine Carson and yeah. SC did it. And it's, it's, it's crazy because, like, they are a better shooting team. They are. Yes. They have an audience. But. But 11 for 17. Yeah. It's their second highest three-point percentage of the season they shot. I think 67% against Missouri in one game. But second highest three-point percentage of the season. And the but that's thing the is, beauty of March. Like, like, yeah. If you would have told me going in this weekend, Iowa is going to shoot whatever it was, 31-32% from three against South Carolina, below, below their average, I would have said they're getting absolutely cooked. They're, yeah. they're losing by 30 they have to make shots to beat South Carolina. If you told I would have been wrong. And if you would have told me that Iowa was going to shoot 14 for 30 from three in this game, I would have said, like, put a ring on them right now. Yeah. You know, oh, there's no way LSU has a shot. Yeah. Said they're winning by double digits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shot exponentially better in this game than they did against South Carolina, yeah. and they lost. Yeah, and Iowa shot 50% total from floor. I think Alexa Phillips was tweeted that they were 18-0 in games when they shot 50% from floor this season. 18-1 now. Now 18-1. Now 18-1. Yeah. And it's such a, it was such a difference, like, um... I think for, for, you know, when your plan doesn't work, because we were praising them, yes, uh, last game for mm-hmm. sticking to the plan. Mm-hmm. And even when we were in the stands watching, they hit those two threes, and I'm turning around saying, we're good. Yeah. Like, they're, yep. they're good. Yep. Because yep. if you just let, you you want them to make one so they keep shooting, that mm-hmm. uh, was so wrong. <laughs> like yeah. and, and it was like, as soon as they, at, at the halftime, the, the shot to end the half was the one where you're that like, was... oh. That's that that's how you know dagger. it's your day. Yeah, I, I was honestly it was the dagger day. Yeah, yeah that was. game felt done. I forget yeah. who said someone said that to me at half that the game held yeah. over. I saw it on Twitter, but I disagreed at the time. But mm-hmm. it's true. Looking back at it, it's true. Yeah, yeah, I do think it had that. Like it did kind of feel done. We were talking about it as we were walking back up, but it just it felt like with the foul trouble and like everything else, it was like how are they gonna come back with this? The vibes were so bad. Twenty, I'm, yeah, and it's just like LSU was just hitting the shots, and it's kind of just like deflating to. For I think for Iowa to watch them hit shot after shot after shot yeah. that you want them to take and you don't expect them to make. And they never gave up though. Yeah, I think that's something. Yeah. You know. They did make a run in the in the third there, made it a game for a bit. You want to keep fighting forty minutes, and their fans were great too. The fans were in the stands the entire time cheering on their team. I thought that was great. Um, but man, you know, hey, it, that, that's something I tweeted on the yeah, you know, like you said, if you if you play a team that hasn't shot that many threes all season. And they turn into the Golden State Warriors. You just say, okay. Yeah, tip your hat. Yep. Tip your hat. Because yep. the other team just beat you at what you thought they couldn't. I thought yeah. LSU 
that that the performance from the all of their supporting cast was just so so and darn this impressive. This is the thing about defense in basketball. Like yeah. it is not possible, even for the greatest defense ever, yeah. to take away every single thing. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah. to pick something and say you can have this. You know, and mm-hmm. like against South Carolina, that's three point shooting yeah. for anyone other than Zai Cook. You can have these, mm-hmm. and you know, same thing, Jasmine Carson. You can have these. And like South Carolina against Iowa said, you know, we're going to take away all the wing shooters. We're going to face guard Gabby Marshall. Here's what we're going to give you, Kalen Clark one-on-one, because we think we can guard her one-on-one. And they couldn't. Sometimes the one thing that you say, we're going to give it to you because we can't take it away, they they take it, and it works. And you can't win if that happens. Yeah, and I think you have to just live. Yeah. Yeah. The other team's good, as I always say in basketball. The other team is good usually, especially if you're playing now in this time of year. You are playing a good team. Yeah. They can figure it out too. Mm-hmm. If you can figure it out, they can figure it out. Yeah. Um, so man, I'm I'm just really really impressed with LSU. I think uh, Angel Reese. Yeah. I mean, for for her to do what she did this year, I thought just showed so much growth. Um, I love her personality. I mean, I think yeah. the point. Like, I want Danny to break this down. Yeah. You're not supposed to like her, right? Yeah. No. I mean, uh, she's yeah, WrestleMania. But yeah. yeah. this, this while we're talking about this. Uh, like Angel Reese is a wrestling heel, and and that's really what she's like come into this uh, year in terms of her public image, in terms of the persona she gives in interviews on the court. I mean, she showed up today in that crown, yeah. and that's like like you know like and then fucking won and won the game, and then won, and then won the game where like having won the crown, um, and like you know it's such a page from the Kim Mulkey playbook to the peacocking of it to wear that crown, but like yeah, she came in. She doesn't want to be liked. She wants to be loud. She wants to be in your face. She wants you. If you are like a, a pearl clutching racist white person, yeah. to be like, you know, this girl is acting out of line. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah and he, she, but he, she she owns that. And she reclaims yeah, it and she yeah. makes it her public image. And she she gets you on her side because of it. Even me, who came in like pretty invested in Iowa and wanting Iowa to win, I was just like, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Her going up to to Caitlyn after the game and doing the John Cena thing when Caitlyn did that earlier in the tournament, super cool. Also, I, I think it. You know, like, I think it is respectful to Caitlyn in a weird roundabout yes, way to do yes. that. It is about saying, like, you're the big dog. Like, you are the person that everyone thought was going to, like, be the story after this game. We got you. Like, I, like I, I respect your abilities to the extent that I'm going to make my victory yeah. about taunting you. Yeah. Well, yeah, because um, no one's going up to Addison O'Grady and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Addison no O'Grady. Shame. Addison O'Grady. Great, Marcia, yeah. Marcia, we saw your comment. Addison O'Grady was good. We want to shout you out. But, yeah, I mean, like, Angel is just so tough. And, like, like she's, she's such... Um, She's such a baddie. It's, yeah. it's the only way that I can even think of saying it. Like, like, yeah. like to come out with the full face of makeup to be so not like obnoxious in a positive way. Yeah. Obnoxious in a good way. In a, in a, in a like I'm here. You need to look at me. You need to look at what I'm doing. You need to appreciate it. Um, and we're the bad guys and move on. Yeah. It's it's what people say Kim Mulkey is, but she's not. Yeah. It's what yeah. Angel Reese actually is. These angels cool. The I don't care what you think about me. I'm gonna own it. Type of thing that that people talk about Kim yeah. Kim Mulkey like doesn't care what people think, but like with Kim Mulkey, this mm-hmm. is totally different. But Angel Reese like is actually that. Imagine and, if Kim Mulkey was a young black woman who wasn't a bigot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be happy for Angel too because like I feel like this season she had such a good season and then they had that one South Carolina game no. where she didn't have a good night and it was like somehow it went from like. Angel Reese is doing all this stuff, double-double every night, averaging, like, 25 to 10, and then it was, like, 
totally erased from the mm-hmm. National Player of the Year conversation. Yeah. For one bad game, every person that uh, National Player of the Year race had bad game this season. Yeah. She got, wasn't a finalist for any of the awards. I know one of them Ridiculous. was a great thing, but like wasn't a finalist for any of the National Player of the Year awards. It kind of just were there five players in the country better than Angel Reese this season? And then no, she, I don't no, think so. Obviously back, not. She no. comes back, she forces no. the media to vote her most outstanding yeah. player. Yeah. And I it's think amazing. she said afterwards on the, the ESPN interview that like, you know, she didn't care about that this was the one that she cared about. So Of course, yeah. And you know, as it's bad as like the refs and all that were for women's basketball today, I think Angel Reese just in general not just today is great for the sport. Yeah, yeah. and well, it's great for the sport. Mm-hmm. And, and exactly you what Danny says, whether well, you like her or not, like and, and it's not like, oh, whether you like her or not. Like I, I don't like what people say. I'm saying like even if you don't like her, it's cool that she's around because yeah. she she is that the the not it's not like a bad guy role because like UConn mm-hmm. obviously there's programs that you know it's cool to see them lose mm-hmm. because they've won so much and we've always had those types of eels in women's basketball. We haven't there, there hasn't been in the past couple of years that sort of great player that people love to hate. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, and so Angel giving. Giving us that and being—it's not a performance, obviously. It's who she is. Yeah, it's personality. But but yeah. understanding that this is my role, like this is who I am. I, I just thought that was great, and I think her development on the court too is is what makes this all possible, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's not cool. To, it's not cool to talk trash if you're not good. You got to back it up, and you she got, backs it up. And, and I thought her and Calvin. I mean, we, I watched a lot of her last year at Maryland. This year, I noticed her ball handling was much better. Yeah. Her decision making was much better. Her defense communication was much better. Did you see that too? Yeah, especially the ball handling. How many times this year, and I just don't remember seeing this nearly as much mm-hmm. as Maryland. Did we see her just take it from the perimeter and take someone off the dribble? Mm-hmm. Like at for for the best rebounder in the country to be able to consistently do that, I think it was a huge step. But yeah. Well, last year she did that Maryland, but it'd be a turnover for the most yeah. part. So she really worked on that this off season. Yeah. Oh man, it's kind of hard to talk for your yeah. boy. Your boy, your boy's on the struggle. I'm, I'm basic. I'm basically uh, a what? I don't know. Who had a really big run? L- uh, Virginia Tech in the fourth quarter. I'm fading fast. Someone say something about. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys? What else do we want to talk about here? No, I feel like we covered a got, lot of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like looking at this box. I feel like the stat of the night is the bench points, 30 to eight. Like I feel like that one just sums oh, it up. I actually like this point by Lincoln S. Uh, one of our commenters, and if you yeah, want to drop a comment, we'll, we'll talk to you. Uh, Lincoln, Lincoln first said Calvin knows ball, and that's Calvin does know ball. Yeah, that's absolutely sure. I can absolutely confirm that. That boy knows ball. <laughs> Thank you, Lincoln. Uh, but Lincoln also said, uh, "Okay, to our point about uh, Angel Reese being a heel." She goes, uh, or he goes, whoever you are. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, <laughs> yes, but as someone who roots for a different Big Ten school, Caitlin is also a wrestling heel. Yeah, yes, absolutely. They both are. Yeah, it was depending heel on heel. your perspective. Mm-hmm. And they're both good for the sport for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. They both have a lot of haters, and that's great. Yeah. yeah, and they both own who they are, and that's great. And mm-hmm. having them in the national titles game against each yeah. other. So. You know, Di- I'm sorry, Diana's a heel as well. Diana's yeah, no, Diana, Diana's, Diana's, Diana's the last heel. person I can think of who did this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, she yeah. still does it to me. Well, talking about the call. Yeah, yeah. No, and 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 it it's uh, it kind of does feel like that with Caitlin and I think Angel, you know, both have that same sort of mentality of like, yeah, we want to talk. And I, the other thing I love about Angel and Caitlin, they talk the entire game. The entire game. It's not just when they win. It's not just when they're losing. It's not just what. It's the entire game, and that's exactly how to have trash talk. Basketball, 
in part, is a game about trash talking. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're not talking, we're not competing. Mm-hmm. So I love that those both those do that. I love that Caitlin, she didn't take a... I, mean, I don't know what she said about it. I don't think she took real offense to that. She, no, she understood no. that that's who... This game recognized yeah. me. That's who? Yeah, that's how the game, game works. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, have, yeah. I have a question. for, me, for the, uh, what, After this, where do we put LSU in like the national title conversation coming into next year? Very yeah. high. Yeah, Shortless. I think yeah. they're going to be up there. I mean, you lose Alexis Morris, but you've got a lot of pieces coming back. And yeah. we got to wait to see how the transfer portal plays out. Because after Kim is good at with, that anyway. With a title. And mm-hmm. after you win a title, they're going to get yeah. someone big. Yeah. Scary. Scary. It's scary. Yeah, I think they've got two top ten recruits coming in as well. So, yeah, yeah I think got, they're going to be got, in that top group that you're talking about. Coming you guys want to just make like a, a really quick short... Megan and I did this in the second half. Okay. Megan and I did In the second half, we started talking about this and, and we I want, all made a run. So, we got really them, deep into... In, do we want them in order or do we want... No, nah, like, I think just... I think a short list is fine. Well, UConn, I'm sure y'all talked about a lot. Um... LSU. 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 Indiana. 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 Ohio State. South Carolina. South Carolina. Carolina. I was going to say, yeah. South, like, Carolina talking about the transfer portal, State, like, yeah. people want to play for Don. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they have, I mean, they the team have, they have coming back is right. also pretty dope. Yeah, that's, that's real. Yeah. Um, Over Jane Tech, Elizabeth Kelly coming back. Yeah, yeah. coming yeah. back to me too now. Uh, I was not in it. Uh, that's the question, right? Uh, I was not in it unless they also have a really good transfer portal. or the, yeah. I don't know what their class coming in is like, but like, Kayla's great. We love. We all love Kayla, but she's not going to drag them all the way to a national title without Shinano, without anyone. No. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a big loss for them. Monica Shinano has been Sinano, such a yeah. huge part of that, and, and they've played together for and three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. I do think Hannah Stolke could become. Yeah, but I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't think she's going to become Monica's not. That's an outside force. If she does, it's definitely not going to be next year. But I do think Iowa could be a top ten. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's enough parity at this point where a top ten team could, in theory, make a run like this. Yeah. 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 We saw two seed versus a three seed. Yeah. In the well, and, and they're gonna get in the transfer portal. We don't have to. Also, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what the recruiting's like, but yeah, I think it's a hard portal. conversation to have right now because we've seen clearly. I mean, this LSC team is made from the transfer portal, right? right. So, like, yeah. it's really hard to have this conversation right now because not knowing where things are gonna stand in a few weeks. Yeah. I do. I, maybe we talk a little bit about the transfer portal. I know we're all on the same side of like it's sick. Like it, I love yeah. it. Like team yeah. kids should go wherever they want to yeah. play, and yeah. you have these experiences. Like imagine if um, Angel Reese had to be stuck in Maryland, where she what she wasn't with a coach who vibed with her, a eh? and didn't um, you know in, not encourage like just didn't mold her in the way that she wanted to be molded. Mm-hmm. If she was stuck there, it's like wow, we missed out on something so great. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, there's there's bad stories at the transfer portal. I love that this team was able to win it based on having those. Yeah, it's cool. That is, cool. yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and I think it shows. I think what we're gonna see probably a lot going forward, right? Like, I mean, I think even teams like we've seen a lot of teams in the final four that had big impact transfers. Yeah. Well, and specifically yeah. the fact that it's Kim Mulkey's second year here, I think, in what you're talking about with the transfer portal, mm-hmm. and we've seen a lot of other coaches. I think in the last few years have much quicker turnarounds. Mm-hmm. Sean Green at Illinois is yeah. probably the biggest example. They went from complete garbage to making the tournament in one year. Yeah, and that used to never that. happen. The best coaches would turn turn someone around in three or four years. Yeah. But now we can see a team. What did LSU win two years ago? Nine games? Yeah. Eight games, ten games? We can see teams go in one or two years from that to national champion with the transfer mm-hmm. portal. Where in the past, a coach used to take much longer than that to turn yeah. a program around. 
Yeah, I think it's a big part of the increased parity that we're seeing in sport, the way things are changing. It's way less predictable. Because it's not, you get in your class of All-Americans and they play for four years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except except UConn, apparently. (laughs) Uh, You can't, you can never leave. (laughs) The hotel, the Hotel California. The Hotel Oriama. So, any anyone have final thoughts uh, before I... Um, LSU die. would have beat South Carolina if they shot like this and they played. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think because I feel like that, that can be a knock against this. Like, we were talking about they didn't have to play South Carolina, Indiana. Yeah. Virginia, they, had, they did have to play Virginia Tech. Um, but yeah, they would have beat almost any team in the field with a, with a game like this. No, yeah. they didn't have to play Miami though. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. No, I don't they did. like. They I didn't play the Canes. Like, this is like I'm annoyed about it on the men's side right now too. But like the narrative that like because you didn't have to play anything, your championship like that's just that's how much like that's how we're at the work. It's not your fault. That's the idea. It's a feature. It's a feature. Yeah, it doesn't take anything away from championship. Yeah. No, and, and obviously those teams beat the other teams. Yeah, there, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how that's how basketball works. Yeah. Um, no, LSU. There's tremendous uh, performance by them. I'm, uh, you know, stoked for their players and assistant coaches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I think they absolutely Amen. deserved it as a program. Uh, the refs were the refs, and they whose three refs uh, need to never do a game of this magnitude again. They uh, uh, should never. A game of basketball. Where was Dee Cantor in this game? I don't know. She has been the best ref uh, throughout the tournament, and she just she literally just got an award this weekend from the USBWA for her refereeing. She's been doing this since 1984. They decided she needed a break. I have no idea how she did not do that game after doing both. She she did both the semifinal games, or at least one of them, and she did a great job. Um, and, and not just that all our calls are right, just like in the communication, in the understanding of how a game yeah. should go. That's a huge part of a ref's job that people don't talk about. Even yeah. if you know, every ref's going to miss calls, but it's that part. Right. Understanding that what your role yeah. is in the game. Um, boom. So, boom. That's fine. That is what it is. The college season is now over. Damn. And now we flip the page to the WNBA. WNBA drafts next Saturday. That's wild. Your boy is somehow going to have to be there talking up a storm. Oh, boy. Uh, Local rush from now until then. Yeah. Uh, no, I won't. You know me. You got uh, it. Aaliyah Boston is the only player in the draft. <laughs> she, at the moment, it's Aaliyah Boston and uh, Diane Miller, yeah. and then I'm not entirely sure who else <laughs> is in this draft. Um, I'm sure there's some... Oh, Haley Jones. Haley Jones. Haley Jones. Haley Jones. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> we were almost on some people's list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah my bad. Maddie Segrist. Maddie, yeah. Megan. It was a joke. Megan. We're kidding. Race Burger. There's a world where Maddie Segrist is a top four pick. There's a. This might be. It's probably this world. world. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably this world. world. So yeah. I don't think it was well, that weird of a Yeah, with this draft class. <laughs> Wait, what? I say, I say, you got your girl. You didn't mention oh, anything. Oh, well, 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 we're not talking about Bill Mills right now. Okay. I really disrespect your Grace Burger. We got, we yeah. gotta go. Yeah. We're going off the rails. Guys. Yeah, we'll talk right. to you. With, look up for a mock draft or hoop stats. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, uh, you know, we all know these people. We the Winsider mock draft. I'll plug it. No Winsider mock yeah, draft. Yeah, we got the right. Winsider. We got the Winsider staff mock draft. I was Seattle with the ninth pick. How high did Elizabeth Kelly go? Um, I think she was uh, seventh or eighth. Okay. Well, she ain't coming out. Well, she ain't coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's skip a lot, over that one. I should say there are a lot of players in that back draft that are not coming out <laughs> <laughs> in the first round. Yeah. All right, y'all. But well, I didn't pick one of them. We love hoops. Uh, we hope you guys do too, and we'll talk to you very, very soon.
Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.